Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Wacky Wednesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, March 31st, 2021. The last day of March in this year, 2021. This is March. I had a lot of fun memories and moments in March, but like, all right, you know, bring on April. Yeah, kind of nice. Uh, Not having basketball in March feels like it's just another month with fun activities in it but not what it should be right 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 right. march yeah. is march yeah college basketball but it wasn't we like didn't, we didn't get that this march year. yeah it was yeah. this was like basically kind of like in april you know sometimes in april you'll get oaks and thurby when, this year oh yeah this yeah. is it is this year good call and you'll you know everybody always has a huge blast on april fool's day you, you have your holidays in april kind of felt like that in march because you don't have sports i did something yesterday tj i've never done before oh I officially submitted a time off request. Wow. Yeah. How exciting. Thirby. Actually, that just kind of sounds like it sucks. Sunday. Pretty at, awesome. At a boy. Yeah. Well, good call uh, on the Thurby. That's Nick Roush. I'm TJ Walker. And then the good call you heard there was Justin Kalen, our producer. I hope you're having a great start to your day. How was it? Was it uh, was it easy? Yeah. Now did you already get like approved? Yeah. Would it be hilarious if they were like, no, absolutely not. Well, the NFL draft is that night, so, you know, they could. Wow. But, uh, no, we have enough. We have 17 football writers or so now, so we're good. You have 17 football writers? We don't, but we might as well. We have, like, we have lots of people. It's you not just, not like, four of us. better start giving them any funny ideas. Well, he's get, <laughs> was getting a lot of, oh, that's a good question from Liam Cohen yesterday, so I don't know. I better watch myself. No, well, maybe Liam Cohen will hire him. Do you think that's Luckett's dream job, just to get in on a college football staff? Like, he wouldn't want to probably coach X's and O's, but he wouldn't want to, like, you know, be doing, like, all right, you need to lower your shoulder Like, here. quality control, though, but like, you know, watching being, film and stuff. Basically yeah. being, like, an assistant, like, maybe an assistant to, like, a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator on, like, scouting purposes. The only, the only problem would be the, like, pay versus work. Those people usually get worked to death. But I do think that, that yeah, yes. To answer your question, if the money was right, if the person was right, yes. I think that would... That would check a lot of boxes for Lockett. I would love to it, – it'll never happen, and I certainly wasn't willing to put in the work to give myself better odds of it happening, but I'd love to, like, be a talent evaluator for college basketball staff. Well, that's the Like, I'd new... love to, like, go to events and be like, that That kid's going to be good. I've, I've, I've got a decent track record of it, but obviously um, not good enough to the... make it a career. That's That's a new trend now. Um, there is, you is. had, I mean, not only um, like Evan Daniels, he went the agent route um, just because, you know, he's got relationships with all of those kids. But uh, who was it that hired Bossy? I know Barton Simmons from 24 7 Sports. He was their national scouting director. Now he works for Vanderbilt. So yeah. uh, that's kind of a, 
the hot new thing is uh, hiring them to be a part of your organization. You know, so. a guy who I loved in high school, I knew he wasn't going to go to Kentucky. That was the thing. You'd see these people, these events, and be like, well, cool. Like, maybe send out a tweet, and that's the extent of, like, you're not going to write about them because they're not going to go to Kentucky. But uh, Shondi Brown, I was, I saw him. I was like, that kid's good. And then he went to Wake Forest and kind of the end of the Danny Manning era, but still did nice things. And then he did the transfer to Michigan and uh, saw a season, college basketball career, if I'm not mistaken, come to an – I guess he could come back for a year – but uh, I liked him. He was really good. And, and we need to talk about those games last night as well. But congrats on your time off. You feel like a real working professional? I've never requested time off before. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird, but also it was like, oh, I have more time off I can take too down the road. Like, this is awesome. So, wow. yeah, looking, uh, looking forward to it. If it took you this long to request time off in the first place, I don't know why you're looking forward to using time off in the future because it's gonna at this rate, it's going to take you forever to use it. Well, but the thing is, Justin, is we, it just wasn't like official. It was just like, well, I, I'm going to take a vacation now, and we just kind of figured it out. Now there's like an official process and like a like a thing that tells you how much time off you have. It's weird. And if you don't use it, you lose it, so I might as well use it. Doesn't carry over? No. It'd be cool if it carried over and then, like, 2025, see ya. I'm retiring. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll be back in 2026. So this is step one for you, Nick. You requested time off for a vacation. Next move is just taking a random Tuesday off for a round of golf. Well, see, the That's thing the is. That's the best yeah, time to take can, off. Like, yeah. if he has a slow work day, he That's can do true. that. That's yeah. true, yeah. and also. That's the beauty of his job. Yeah, you're works. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We spent four hours on Zoom yesterday. It was great. Catching up with guys, but man, an hour and 40 minutes straight of Zoom interviews. 11 guys. Whew. Getting ready for Pro Day today. Still, today. I'd still rather do that than have to drive to Lexington to do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But we uh, we probably wouldn't talk to everybody. It'd be quicker. It would just be at the Pro Day event. Know, we would get say, to go to it. You but three hours on the road. That's true. That's true. Uh, and the one thing that I didn't anticipate happening. So uh, remember TJ Carter? TJ? Uh, not TJ Carter. TJ. Remember Nick Carter. TJ Carter was <laughs> uh yeah yeah UK defensive lineman. Well, he's participating in pro day this year, and I forgot his story. He so he had his pro day canceled because of COVID. He got signed as a free agent by the Cardinals, and basically the week before training camp was set to begin, the NFL was like because they put out the fifty person maximum. Uh, limit on gatherings or whatever, they had to shrink their roster sizes and cut 10 people. And he was one of the 10 cuts. And he was like, I just, I thought it was a sick joke or something. So now a year later, he's still trying to make it. He's been working out. He's been doing the workouts the Cardinals gave him a year ago. And so today is his pro day shot to, to go out there and, and, and get back on NFL team. And I just, I, you got to commend a guy like that. That, that would suck so much. And, to not just quit, because, I mean, how many of us would just be like, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be, you know? <laughs> we uh, He started, what, 20, 20, I just had it, 28 starts. Yeah, he played a lot of football at UK. Um, he played in 50 games. That, that freshman year, he, because he, he didn't redshirt or anything, and they, he didn't get an extra COVID year um, like a lot of people did. Played as a true freshman that tax line bowl, played well, and really parlayed that into, like you said, a ton of games for UK, so... He's one of 11 that will be out there today. Um, Jamin Davis is obviously the big name drawing people, drawing scouts to um, the Joe Craft football training facility. 
some guys who are in that position, they you know they pick and choose which workouts they're going to do. Jamin's like, I'm a football player. I'm going to do them all. Like, there's no reason for me not wow. to. Wow. It's like that's, always cool to hear. That's that's the spirit. At a boy um, shadow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, second buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, between Jamin, I, I do feel for Max Duffy though because uh, Duffy cannot punt in the indoor. It's not like tall enough to punt in there. Um, but it's going to be very windy. And the weather's going to suck. So, um, good luck putting through that, Max. Couldn't they, like, I just feel like yesterday, and there was a little wind yesterday. Like, they should have just, yeah, eh, it wasn't that bad. It was worse than Sunday. It was like 25 That's miles an hour. That's just not true. Yeah. Well, it's just not. <laughs> I mean, I can't speak for Lexington specifically, but Louisville, it's just not true. Sunday, there was like 70 mile per hour gusts. Regardless, we don't need it's just calm yeah, down. splitting hairs. They're calm. both windy. They, they, well, okay, Tennessee's a, playing a, Alabama. A, a less windy day, couldn't they have just like shot video, got UK videos team to shoot yeah. video, and then like literally for the NFL people, just like play it on the big screen while it's going on and act like maybe it's actually going on there while other people are doing drills. Could have, but they didn't. That's not how they work. That's why they, I mean they didn't even do that stuff last year for the guys when conceivably well, you could have. Back then, it was like even individual instruction was frowned upon. True. Because everybody stay away from everybody. Uh, but, oh, that does stink. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Quentin Bohanna, he dropped about 15 pounds in preparation of this. Uh, he's locked and loaded, ready to go. So uh, excited, excited for these guys that they're going to get a chance. It's not going to be the usual big crowd of people. Um, I always thought it was fun to to see who was going to to show up. I think we would have gotten some head coaches that would have showed up, like Kevin Stefanski or something like that. I know the Browns are looking real closely at Jamin Davis. So it would have been fun to see those guys running into Mike Tomlin one year and Joey Porter. That was cool. Joey Porter, by the way, uh, Justin, large human, even after he was done playing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a, He was a monster back in the day. They were there for Bud Dupree's pro day. So, yeah. Still a little sour on Bud Dupree. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. But uh, he, he could have gone down as my favorite Kentucky football player of all time. He could have just gonna have to be Benny Snell. Mm, I gotta see something. I just love too that like the the kind of buzz that we're getting from Jamin too. If he just does fine today, I mean, he doesn't even need to be off the charts. Uh, he's for, he's almost locked in a spot in the first round. Like I'm just scrolling down and. UK football's Jamin Davis is a vacuum cleaner, cleaning up tackles for the Wildcats. I mean, just they were interviewing him for the NFL Network. I mean, dude is all over the place, uh, and I, I'm I'm just pumped for him because you never know how some of those early entries are going to go, and he's really just skyrocketed, and it's it's been to the moon. So good job, Jamin. Go kill him today, uh, and and show us what you got. Because like, if if anybody's going to be good at workouts, just look at that guy. That's uh, there. There's some mock draft I think that had him up to 14. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, somebody at NFL.com recently. Can't so yeah, believe, I can't believe so many people are taking quarterbacks so early on. Uh, yeah, I can. You, Surprises me. It's just one of those things that like you can't really. The only way you can really get a quarterback now is to draft for it, right? I mean. Free agents. This year has shown that, like, no, you can get them on free agents. Well, yeah, but you get them, like, on the – Look, Andy Dalton to the Bears. <laughs> they didn't draft him. Now they're ready to rock and roll. I, I should have added the qualifier. A good quarterback. You basically I mean, have to draft him. Tom Brady just went to the Bucks too. 
very rare. Then, of course, there's Drew Brees, who eventually came over to the Saints. That was, what, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. I mean, Russell Wilson was talking potential trades, but for the most part, Sean you're going to Wat- have to— Sean Watson was almost traded. And then he— Jeez, what a mess. How many? What's it up to? Last I saw was 19. Yeah, I think I saw it had, it had broken 20, but Oof. that was oh, like a week ago. The Houston GM was like, well, what, what's alleged is pretty troubling. Good statement. <laughs> Good comment. You think they agreed? He's a big God guy too, right? The GM, or is that somebody sure. else? You think they regret not trading him at this point? Like, man, we should have just got rid of this back in, back when he Duh. wanted to leave. Yeah, of course. Sheesh. But like, I I feel like probably in house they're 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 obviously hoping it's not true. I, I would hope that everybody's hoping that it's it's not true. That you know, it's pretty pretty horrible. But uh, they're probably hoping like, hey, let's hope it's not true and let's be like really, really nice to him. And then he'll be like, oh, you all kind of had my back during through all this because they haven't really they you know, they haven't cut him. They have. And, and, you know, they probably should wait to to till there's more information or evidence or until they feel strongly more, more strong about it. But, yeah, they wish and they traded him. Definitely. Let that be. Let that be another franchise's issue because it's a big issue. We got a big issue on our hands as well, Roush. Oh, big mess. Maybe we need to. I didn't want UCLA going to the final. Take out our second semifinal. Like again, I'm not heartbroken at all seeing Michigan go home, but I didn't want UCLA going to the final four. Well, uh, Gonzaga, they're 14 point favorites already against UCLA. I'm not really worried about UCLA winning the championship because they have to get through Gonzaga and then most likely Baylor, but even the Houston team. But to get through Gonzaga and Baylor, if they did that, then whatever. You deserve to extend your lead on Kentucky. But it won't happen. They'll lose. Uh, they'll lose to Gonzaga, and they'll probably lose badly because Gonzaga is an absolute machine. But I, I didn't. I didn't need what happened last night to happen. That was first off a, a kind of deceivingly good game. Pace slowed at times, but when it was on, that was fun. And then obviously came down to a few last second shots for for Michigan that. Uh, Came up short, a little too well short, and UCLA goes on. Johnny Zhang with a huge game. He was fun to watch, played well, scored over half of UCLA's points, and uh, we finally had a good NCAA second weekend tournament game. I think that made like two of them. Yeah. The whole weekend that kind of set the tone for all those upsets of first weekend. Yes. Um, and why that game was the night game versus – Jeez. Gonzaga beating the snot out of USC, and we you, you kind of knew that was coming. I mean, Gonzaga's Gonzaga. I did not expect USC to completely poop their pants the way that they did. They just couldn't hold on to the ball. Like they that was clearly. If you all ever want to see when people are like, "Oh, we went in there and we weren't scared," it's like, "No crap, kids aren't going to be scared." That hardly ever happens. That's when it happens. When a team just can't hold on to the ball anymore, and literally was just like doing turnovers in the extent of like handing Gonzaga the ball. Uh, it was horrible. That was really embarrassing for USC, which was a hell of a run up there. Up until then, I think they were a fine team, but they just they they really pooed the bed in that one. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Um, but I will say that my strategy of just betting uh, the high seated money lines paid off. So can't be too mad at UCLA. Thirteen dollars net. Yeah, you got your one out of your three. Yeah, Oregon State. That would have been huge if Oregon State would have been able to hold on in that big comeback. But uh, there's a part of me that really hates Mick Cronin, but there's also a part of me that's like, 
I don't mind it when I like, like same thing with Nate Oates. When you're like, man, I just this guy, he, he, surely he's not going to be good, and then he ends up still doing good things. Like I, I don't mind feeling wrong for a little bit because I'm like, you know what? I guess good for him, good for Mick Cronin, but he can suck it. UCLA can suck it. I'm going to enjoy um, seeing Bill Walton. Yeah, I hate that Mick Cronin got a Final Four. In a, in a game where they were like they looked significantly worse than Michigan State in the first half of the play-in game, that's the tournament, yeah, man. Yeah, they should have lost that first night. Uh, but also Michigan, my God, UCLA came out really slow, and Michigan could have pounced on them. But instead, they just kept trying to feed Hunter Dickinson and like throwing it off his feet. It was so bad. And then I fell asleep because uh, who who's Dickinson's backup? The guy kind of looks like he's like forty-eight. White not, guy um, said the name. He got an and one. Last night, and then he also like got stuffed by the rim on a dunk. Did you watch the game? I did watch the game. Yeah, you know, you figured, you know, I figured you all were both like, gonna go to bed early. I, I watched it. This so morning. I, I took one for the team, and I was like, I'll stay up and watch it. Still watched it, but that's yeah, I should have probably watched it this morning too. Uh, was it Davis or Brown? Davis was he the big guy? Oh yeah, Davis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That dude is not good at basketball. No, Austin Davis. And there's a reason, like, I'm sure why he doesn't play a ton. But they started trying to go inside to him. I don't, I don't get it. I think I didn't get Juwan it Juwan Howard's just like, I'm a center. we got to get it to the center's hands. Well, it's kind of a cow philosophy. I mean, it, it's a cow philosophy. It's a smart basketball mind philosophy where it's like, all right, hold on. Inside an, ups- an upset's brewing here. Things are, like, a little wonky. Let's just do what we know how to do, and let's get it to our big, and let's just score, draw some fouls potentially, and let's slow this bad boy down. Cal loves doing that when he has an opportunity to do that, and it can kind of cost you some games. I don't think that necessarily cost you Michigan the game as much as just nothing was really going their way offensively. No, no. Nothing. You know, they only they only hit three threes nothing and only took 11. Like, they just – you got and you got to give Mick Cronin some credit. If there's, we've always been complimentary of his defense. He's had tough teams. He's just a little weasel, and his offense is usually terrible. Mm-hmm. And guess what would have happened yesterday if they didn't have Johnny Jazang? Only one other person scored double digits. Outside of that, outside of UCLA's two leading scores, the next highest point total was four points. That's that's nuts to have that happen. A lead eight game, zero bench points from UCLA, not a one. <laughs> And the bench only took three shots. And they won. That's crazy in its own right. So, and they won. And they won. <laughs> so, really embarrassing for Michigan fan. If you couldn't do it this year, Man. you're probably never going to do it. Big so, Ten. go on and suck it. 21 years without a title. Wow, they didn't get a team in the Final Four. That's right. Wow. How embarrassing. Man, that must, how, how does it, Justin, as the Big Ten representative on this show, how does it feel to know that your conference just doesn't mean more? See, I will I never have been and I never will be a conference guy. Yep. Well uh, I'm not be. a I'm not a allegiance to a whole conference type of guy. Yeah, but your league is not title worthy. It doesn't matter. Will the Big Ten ever win a title again? It doesn't matter. If it's Indiana, I care about it. If it's anyone else, who cares? Well, it's it's a lot of money into your pockets. I guess. Not in my pockets. If it's coming directly to me, I would care. Into Indiana's pockets. Yeah. Yeah, They probably need that to fire Mike Woodson here in a few years. (laughs) Let's go Mark Cuban again. Yeah. (laughs) Easy peasy. Yeah, no, and no SEC teams, but SEC wasn't hyped up as the best uh, conference in the history of all conferences. But that being said, that being yeah. said, I bought into the Big Ten. I'm shocked that they didn't get one team to the freaking Final Four between Michigan and Illinois and 
Plenty of other good options. Purdue, I really liked. Ohio State was a, a quality basketball team. It's it's pretty surprising. There's something the curse of Bobby Knight. I'm honestly upset that Michigan didn't get there last night, solely for the reason that when you look at the other three teams that were already in the Final Four and Houston, Baylor, Gonzaga, you had Michigan into that mix. We are on par for a pretty damn good Final Four after, let's be honest, some crappy Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games. That would have had me hyped going into those games on Saturday with Michigan in. But now with, now with UCLA, it's like, how can you even get excited? They're going to get crushed. A, what is it, a 13-and-a-half point spread? 14 14 points. Yeah. That, that is nutty for a Final Four game. Yeah. That is – it really is. Like, even when Loyola was in the Final Four, they weren't 14-point dogs. So, that's uh, not good. I thought the same thing. Like, I thought Gonzaga would beat Michigan, but I thought it would be a good game. And then Houston-Baylor will be a good game. And you're right. It would be like, all right, all the craziness. At least we have four deserving teams. Re- really need to have Baylor win, though, just to have a shot at beating Gonzaga because I don't I don't think Houston has enough guns offensively to to do it you continue to sleep on Houston Houston is a good basketball team I think Baylor will win and I do agree with you overall but I I a Houston Gonzaga championship game would have like the Butler Duke upset potential what are you shaking your head about? That's just a, such a horrible – who would have ever guessed that Gonzaga and Houston would play in the championship or have even a chance to play in the championship? Baylor plus 270 odd. to win it all, I think, is going to be my – Plus 270, solid value. What's Gonzaga? Just what's Gonzaga? Minus 170? 240. Minus 240? Minus 240. Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, it's the best you're no, going to the get them. Yeah, you, you, money line for two games, hey, you gotta look at it. Bad. You got to look at it this way. They gotta, two money they, line games. It's basically you're going to get them minus 240 against Baylor, which you're not going to get when they play Baylor. Right. It'll probably be minus like three. 270 or 300. Yeah. Yeah. If they so, play Baylor? In the title game, yeah. Yeah, they'll be like seven points. You favorites. think if they play Baylor, they'll be minus 300 on the money line? Probably, yeah. I mean, like. I don't know. Not sure. There is. I don't think you there's think, a way gotta, they're over 150. You've got to, No, yeah, you've got to deter people from betting the money line. That's how you. But do you it. want money to go. They're minus 1250 against UCLA, and <laughs> Baylor. Baylor five point favorite versus Houston is minus 225. Yeah, they're going to be like six and a half. So what is it right now? Minus, minus 240. Two, minus 230. Just moved down. Minus 230. So you, it'd be a. It'd probably be minus 250 against Baylor. That would be my guess. Minus two fifty, so you're getting it a little better, and you're, they're beating UCLA. Yeah, I, I don't get what what. Can anybody tell me what makes Timmy so good at basketball? No, nope. just a genius. Heart. Like he is so hard and smart. Like I, I would just have a tough time kind of getting flexed on by that dude. <laughs> and but the thing is, he's doing it to everybody, and he's not like the biggest. He's not the strongest. He's not the fastest. He's not certainly not the most athletic, but. He's got all those things. He is a little athletic, and uh, it's got a good, uh, got a, has an unbelievable skill set. He's just smart. Like he knows how to get people on his body, and then, boom! I'll take this step. You're gone. He, I, I don't know if it is going to be in the NBA. I bet it probably is. Dude's gonna make a lot of money playing basketball for a really, really long time. Yeah. He is, he is so – like, this guy – I hate saying it. This Gonzaga team is so fun to watch because they're so good. That's what I was just getting ready to bring up is the fact that – have you ever seen a team where, from the outside looking in, all these guys are seemingly so hate- hateable, but then you watch them and you're like, 
I like these guys. They are so likable. I just hate it. I'm so torn every time I, I agree. see Gonzaga. I know exactly how you're feeling, and I kind of agree to to a certain extent. I would like them to lose at some point. See, yes. I just refuse to give them much time of the day because I don't want to ever like them ever. Suck at Gonzaga for eternity. You're going to go undefeated, and it's going to tick me off. It just is when a team is that good – just kind of across the board. And there, obviously, you can go back to the 2015 UK versus UCLA game or the Kansas game. When they're just a team is that talented across the board, but also the chemistry is that connected and in sync, it really looks like that basketball is a different sport than what other teams play. It's like, it's almost just frustrating to watch because you'll see a defense just completely picked apart. And you're like, oh, well, that's such terrible defense. But then you think about it, it's like, no, that was a perfect pass to a perfect cut, and then they just perfectly switched the shot. Like, it, it's, you know, it's what other teams can do, but if the pass is just a little behind, then it, it interrupts the flow of the play. And then if the pass is a little bit behind, then they may be a little off balance, so then the shot's off. Gonzaga just hardly makes mistakes. Uh, it's in it, it's really is. It's a treat to watch. I wish they would have been more challenged against a Michigan team. I don't think they'll have that against UCLA. Who knows? People have doubted UCLA the entire way. But Gonzaga-Baylor, because Baylor's similar. I don't think they're as talented as Gonzaga, but they play just as hard. Their chemistry is just as good. And where Gonzaga will just make your jaw drop def- uh, offensively, Baylor is really, really in-your-face tough defensively. So that could be a fun championship game. I still think Gonzaga would probably win by seven-plus points in that. But they are. They're a different animal. Uh, it's been fun watching them all season. It didn't take long to see them early in the season when I made, like, I think Gonzaga's going undefeated tweet that I was like, oh, gosh, it's going to take a really, really, really special effort from another team mm-hmm. to be able just to score enough well, to, to outscore them. Not only do you need to have the weapons to slow them down, but they need to have a good night offensively. They need to shoot the ball well. And so you need a perfect storm of sorts. Uh, we've seen that previously happen against uh, – Another undefeated team. Please, Lord, don't just – you took the undefeated away from us. Take it away from them, too. Yeah. Take it. Or And if they do get under, go undefeated Tuesday morning, I'm putting an asterisk on it. I, hey, I like it. I'm all here for an asterisk. Yeah, because this wasn't a full – it wasn't 40-0. and 0, It wasn't a full se- season. COVID. So, yeah. Even if they do win it all, suck it, Gonzaga. What do you – that's the thing is if they do win it all, they go 32-0, and 0, tie Indiana's undefeated record. Oh. That was 50 years ago. Yeah. So, basically, this doesn't even count. I agree with you. Just like 2020, the season doesn't count. I Hang will, a banner, Florida State. I will say, like, you're going to do that. I know that we're having fun here. But you have had a lot of people be like, well, if they go undefeated, we pandemic year, and then how easy was their road? Great for Gonzaga. Like that's all what we dream of is easy roads. Who cares? Who's ever like, oh, when we win the championship, I want it to be the toughest game every time. Bull well, crap. We we were so pumped up in 2018 that I think it probably got to the team's mentality and yeah. they went out there and laid an egg against Kansas State. But when you saw Virginia lose and you saw Arizona lose, and uh was it Tennessee in the bottom half of that bracket? I forget who it was where uh Loyola was, yeah, I think it was like Tennessee and maybe Miami and whoever it was. But we were like, yeah, this is amazing. This is great. We couldn't ask for anything better. When 2011, you saw Butler and VCU on the other side of you at the Final Four, you're like, beat UConn, and you've got a national championship. And then they shot like 
30 yeah, percent combined. Oh my god, that was such stupid. a terrible championship game. But no, you're. I mean, like. If you go undefeated, you should get an easy road. You shouldn't be rewarded like Wichita State was and have to play that Kentucky team in the second round. And I'm not – so you can't you can't knock a team for their road. And by the way, like Oklahoma was a solid team. Gonzaga just made them look stupid. Creighton, one of the better offensive teams in the tournament. Just couldn't score against Gonzaga them. made them look stupid. UCLA was one of the hottest teams in the country, and everybody was talking about mm. Mobley and Oma. He is – USC. Other sorry, yeah, yeah, USC. Uh, it's kind of there's a little part of me that's like a USC UCLA. Just think of the broing out in LA on Saturday oh, if they man. have that game going. Think you about how many people. See all the wouldn't. parties at UCLA, oh. burning couches, just going absolutely bonkies. Wait, they care about basketball at UCLA? They, the students <laughs> no, do now. They no, do. They really do. No, you can't convince me. It's that. Worthy of a KSR post. They went. They went nutty, and uh, they should. That's what college students do. I didn't really appreciate back in like. UK's golden era, Calipari's golden era, that run where we were, our, us students were labeled like dumb rednecks that didn't go to class. Right. You won't get that same. In the street. Yeah, you won't get, well, the ride stuff, that's a little closer to home. I could see them categorizing UCLA. That doesn't bother me as much, but it was like, oh, Kentucky, dumb school, they don't go to class. It was like, no, they're 18 to 22-year-olds that are drunk and having fun. It happens literally everywhere. And good, now you get the elitist mm-hmm. UCLA seeing it as well. So that yeah. made me happy. Go there, crazy, kids. I forgot what game it was, but there was one time when somebody flipped a car on State Street. And it was like <sighs> It was after the UVL Final Four game. Is that when it was? Yeah, because yeah. I was in New Orleans. I was like, what the hell is going on back in Lexington? And then – I went back home. I said that a billion times, but I went back home for the title game, or I went back to Lexington for the championship game, and that was a hoot. And that party was unlike anything. You know, like I think Project X was coming out around that point, and it really oh, was yeah, like that. Yeah. It, you really felt like you were kind of in that movie, uh, but it was all over the city. It was all over campus. That was so much fun. But everybody I talked to was like, "This is nothing compared to Saturday." They were like Saturday. You like it, there was times you didn't really like feel safe. Which that Monday after the title, you didn't feel threatened or worried at all. Like unless you were just being a complete doofus. But um, yeah, that was when they flipped the car. I think was the U of L Final Four game. Ooh, before State Street got packed uh, to go back to 2011, there uh, when, when Kentucky. Be- State. So when Kentucky beat North Carolina. We launched off fireworks in the six pack because, like, just some guy had fireworks. And <laughs> that just seems like probably stuff they were doing at UK since the six pack was created. Yeah. Yeah. So you fit into that category. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, and, uh, hey, you want to come over to six pack and light off fireworks? Well, and the thing was, there was a bunch of people in the Kerwin Blanding complex celebrating. When they saw the fireworks, naturally, they just came running to the six pack and it was like, oh, crap, we're out of fireworks. What do we do now? And they're like, to the library. So we just like stormed the library and, we're just in that big kind of rotunda open, thing. Yeah, yeah, like just in the in the bottom floor, and uh, everything was fine. And then somebody got on top of the security desk and shotgunned a beer. And then it was like, "All right, get out of here!" And we're like, "Everybody, get out of here!" And we left. There was a bunch of cops around, and that's when we went to State Street. And so that was after a Kale game. State happened after it beat North Carolina in the late date. I remember that. I, I, I so. When we were, when I was a senior, you were a junior. You remember when UK just like stormed the library just for storming the library? Oh sake? yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was just uh, a lot of shenanigans at Willie T. Remember that guy like that rappelled down, rappelled down as that well. Was, that was that was wild too. Yeah. yeah, there was always something happening around finals week. Somebody, you know, mm-hmm. something goofy. Uh, just to take the edge off, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was nice. Gosh, college Ooh. kids just have it so easy. Thinking back like, oh, I'm so stressed about finals, where life is just basically finals. I was in the library when Nerlens announced his commitment, and oh. he turned around and he had the, the UK with the flat yeah. top, and the entire library just was like, let's go! 
it like started like celebrating. It's uh, like nobody's here studying. This is great. No, that's great. That's did nice. you have that's the an awesome story? Did you have like the librarian? Shh. No, we just had the security <laughs> lady coming around, like checking to making sure there wasn't any funny business going on. Justin, you know Willie T is one of the biggest libraries in America. I didn't. I think it's Do now. Second to Ohio State. Learn no, something I, every no, day. I, I think it has. Well, it's got maybe the second most books in it than any other library. I think behind like the National. What's it called? Library of Congress. Yeah, Library of Congress. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Willie T, and maker then, of Jeff Peanut Butter. They always tell you this too, like Willie T, because it's got so many books, it sinks a few inches every year into the ground, which mm-hmm. that's supposedly true. Although at some point, like, come on, what's gonna? Yeah. It's not like just gonna be an underground go. library. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could could that pull would a, be cool. <laughs> could pull a Corvette museum one time. Well, it's, mm. come on. We are in Kentucky. Let's take it easy. Karst. Let's take a break. Long overdue. Keep the text coming. 502-414-1450. We have so much to talk about. When we come down, Terry gets to say, I told you so. We have so much to talk about. I don't even know what that's about. Love it. Yes, we'll definitely be doing that. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Gale. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You bite your tongue. Walker and Roush. He's not a kook. He's a brave and a decent man. He's a pioneer. He lived with his mother till he was 40. She tried to poison his oatmeal. Erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. Some good news from last night's uh, UCLA game. I hit my little tournament square. Oh. 100 big ones. Damn. I'm back, baby. Good job. Was that your first one? No, I hit the first one since the first round, but in the first round, they're only like $12. So, you know, who cares about that? Yeah, those later rounds are big ones. I completely forgot that I even had tournament squares. Final four is in our little square thing is $175 a game, and the championship's $313. So. Let's hope for TJ's numbers of one and nine and zero and six. So the winning team first, one nine. Who the hell did the math on that? Three hundred and thirteen. <laughs> well, it breaks it breaks down where every game is something and blah blah blah. It's really three hundred twelve and fifty cents. So I'll round it up. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it, in each first round game, it's twelve dollars and fifty cents. I don't know who did the math on it, but I think their qualities kind of worked out where the earlier games don't mean you know whatever. You could make a case where you could just make each game the same amount throughout the entire tournament. It's twenty five dollars a square, so you've got twenty five hundred dollars. How many tournament games do they play? Sixty four. Uh, sixty three. Sixty three. Or no, yeah, sixty three. Wouldn't it be like sixty seven? Well, if you count the first four, but most, uh, actually, but those most of those in. don't. Actually, we did in our scores. Oh, okay. But, all right, so let's just say you didn't do it, though, for the first four. Make it $40 a game. Yeah, no, it's better this way. 40 bucks. Now, you got to reward the, the later rounds. So that was nice. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. We appreciate it. Texting the show, 502-414-1450. Hopefully you enjoyed Taco Tuesday at Salsaritas yesterday. If not, Wacky Wednesday. Go there for their wildly, wildly addictive chips Wednesday is what they're officially calling it just mm-hmm. now, I'm being told. And 
They've got two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. they got a drive-through in Middletown. Don't forget to download the app. It's going to save you a lot yeah. of money. Folks, we're talking melted cheese like you wouldn't believe. Seasoned, juicy, succulent meat. The best part is when you get that app, just show up to Salsa Radius. Oh, let's see what we got today. Oh, $2 off. Oh, free chips and salsa. Boom. They're going to hook you up almost every time you open up that puppy. So download it today and visit Salsaritas. And TJ, I think you should take a victory lap because you were right. I don't know what this is about, but I did it. <laughs> you were right. You called it. Terry Wilson going to New Mexico. Official. There we have it. Reported by Pete Thamel, oddly, oddly, like two months after he kind of teased it. But Terry Wilson is taking his talents to the Mountain West Conference. So best of luck to him and the Lobos. Right there, Lobos. Or is, yeah, yeah. New Mexico State Aggies, New Mexico Lobos. Isn't that where Little Patino went? Yeah. They can be homies. Yeah, they can. Even though the difference. I, I wish them the best. I, I hope everybody's on the same page there. The, everything I've seen has been super, super positive. Terry Wilson did a lot of really great things for Kentucky. Had, in my opinion, some limitations as a passer. But you know what? Mountain West Conference. Players a little bit more open than in the SEC. So yeah, but they've been so bad lately. I, I hope that uh, I hope that they give him some help and protect him. Terry ain't ain't too used to getting hit too many times as the starting quarterback for Kentucky, except for when he was running and then sometimes getting dirty hits, in which case were serious serious injuries, and that was horrible. But uh, just take care of our guy out there in New Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Get his back. The land of enchantment. Yeah, they. Uh... They've won only two or three games every year since 2016, and they were a nine-win team that year and won the New Mexico Bowl. Man, it's got to kind of suck if you're New Mexico. I mean, the last th- four bowl games they've appeared in have been the New Mexico Bowl. Ugh. Can't they be like, man, can we just go to California we, or something? What about another state? Yeah. Like, like Arizona? Can we, go to the four, can we go to the Four Corners? Like, come on. Ooh, Four Corners Bowl. Build a stadium right there. And you can be like, oh, wow, they scored that touchdown in – New Mexico. Ooh, that would be cool because you have every tunnels in a different state. Wow. Or have a Final Four there. (gasps) First Final Four ever. No teams east of the Mississippi. Thanks a lot, Michigan, you bums. Yeah, losers. That's pretty nuts. First time ever. And also, I think, like, last summer, maybe early fall, I went on a big rant about how I was like, don't ever put a Final Four west of the Mississippi ever again. (laughs) I swear. People that listen every day can probably remember it, or if you're like us and you just forget everything, then maybe you forgot it too. But I did go on a big rant. I was like, West Coast basketball, get it the hell out of here. And sure enough. I mean, think of all the big schools that are on the East Coast that are normally in it. The Dukes, Kentuckys, North Carolinas, even like Villanova, UConn. Michigan State. Yeah. I mean, that's – it is nuts, but it's not as – as nuts as you'd think when you think about it. Speaking of East Coast basketball, Florida keeps losing players. Have you seen that? Have you heard about that? Uh, I think I, I in passing, but I didn't see which player into the portal. Yeah, it was uh, Omar Payne, I believe. He joins the exodus How many? of transfers from Florida. Who do we have now? It's, uh, it's, it's a lot. He joined Noah Locke. You remember Noah Locke? Yeah, I do remember him. Uh, the Glover Shooter. kid. Osifo. Osifo. And then Trey Mann. Just went pro. Went yeah. pro, yes. It's quite a few. Yeah, I thought Trey Mann transferred. I was going to say, you all need Trey Mann. But, yeah, the pro yeah. option makes sense for and, him. And the thing that shouldn't make, like, Florida fans feel better is that, like, Scotty Lewis may leave. Niles Lane may leave. They may still lose some more. 
Not great, Bob. I think Castleton said he's coming back, though, so you have him. He was a nice surprise for them. He was. He was frustrating because, like, similar but opposite of Timmy, where it's just like, I, I don't get it. But at least with Castle, he's just huge. He had he's a block a big dude, in you know? the NCAA tournament. I guess I think it was in that first round game against Virginia Tech where just met a dude at the rim and you were like, oh, God, like, you can do that? It's either that or the game they ended up losing in overtime to uh, Oral. Yeah, yeah. One of the two. But, um, yeah, not great for Florida. We did have the the player we mentioned yesterday from Syracuse did enter the portal, the point guard. Yeah, so we, we're going to need to talk about him. Uh, what's his name? Ugh. It's not Kadari Richmond. Okay. Kadari, Kadari Richmond. I'm probably pronouncing his first name wrong, so apologies. Sounds right. Good enough. The Richmond kid, right? That's Rich what? You, what? That's what you say when you don't know the person's name. You say the last name and then kid at the end. <laughs> that's just how it makes it so much easier. Uh, so the Richmond kid, we got to talk about him when we return. They're, they're, they're so, they're, we're just not going to have like slow days with this transfer stuff. Buddy, you just watch your mouth because there's going to come a time here in a little while. Yeah, where... A slow day would be fun. Then we can just do stupid stuff. We can make fart jokes. Oh, and Justin can share his hot takes. Like, what was the hot? He said oh, something. No. Yeah, we got to get to that too. That no, we, I, ha- yeah, on the Patreon uh, that we have to discuss. We got it. Yeah, you normally what stays on the Patreon? No, what happens on the Patreon stays on the Patreon. Everybody knows that. But this can bleed over. Yeah, it, now, so, wow. it was it was so egregious. Now I don't know what's coming. No, you know what's coming, buddy. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll, Roll Call on Big X Sports Roll. Radio. Transfer talk. Bad du- Hoosier dingus takes. It's gonna be fun. This is coming from TJ too. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, and then amps all... go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder. With Walker and Roush. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. A little cold front coming in, Rouse. You ready for that? Yeah. You have any uh, delicate plants that will be need needed to take inside? No. No, um, maybe Easter egg hunt. Duke's gonna do one of those Saturdays. Very, very salad Saturday. Very ex- we're gonna be back in business Saturday. You'll be all right Saturday. I Although will you- be up in the OHIO by then, That's so true. it could be cooler. Uh, Easter brisket. looking beautiful, which is great, and uh, but it's gonna be a high of forty four tomorrow, low twenty four. Sheesh! How can you golf outside like that? <laughs> I and. Friday, high of 50. Not crazy about that. Saturday, when you get back to 64, that's where long sleeve shirts and pants, you'll be fine. So we're back to business on Saturday. But, but you hey, know, in the meantime, Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Oh, yeah. Place to go. Whether you want to get around it, you can do that. You could call him up for a lesson or just hit the range like TJ did to straighten out that drive. Get all the bad drives out of his system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right across the river in southern Indiana off exit four. Quick drive from anywhere in Kentuckyana. Uh, it's... It's really just the the best place to get your golf game right with indoor 
simulators all over the place. Just go ahead and visit them, bobbycookgolfacademy.com. That's cook with an E. Or you can call them, 812-913-4415, and set up, uh, get around with the boys. Maybe since it's going to be chilly on Friday, get the gang. You can watch uh, some NBA, sadly no college basketball, but you can bet on whatever you can and find. BYOB. And it's BYOB. Yeah. So you call Good them, time. 812-913-4415, and check them out. I did it, guys. Picked up on an ad read. <laughs> Look at me go. Very impressive. <laughs> Making progress. Very impressive. <laughs> All right. We're kind of up against it here, so we'll save the transfer talk for hour two. We'll oh, get to it. What's can we tell Justin a second? Yeah. So suck it, buddy. Terry, you are the resident. Okay. You, you've really cornered the market in bad food takes. See, but why you our have to friend, be mean. you know what, Justin? Our, <laughs> our friend Justin Kalen, though, Rush he's, he's stepping parties, on your territory. Right? He's kicked in the door like the Kool Aid Man and said, "Oh yeah," because yesterday on the Patreon. I was discussing what I was going to get for breakfast. I enjoy a good McDonald's breakfast every once in a while. Everybody does. Yeah. It's, it. it's the one thing they do well. All the other stuff, like, it makes you feel like duty. But McDonald's breakfast, you just feel great afterwards. It's just a great way to start the day. Well, their chicken selects are pretty good. Okay. But Justin, immediately, it was almost like I tried to shove a fast food burger down Terry's throat, which is Disgusting. So, Justin, why don't you tell the, the, our, our whole entire audience how you feel about I McDonald's breakfast? I never said breakfast. fast food burgers are disgusting. Yeah, I think McDonald's is absolutely horrible. And I made the comment on the Patreon page that their hash browns are phenomenal. If I go to McDonald's, if I'm ever in that much of a pinch that I have to get McDonald's for breakfast, I'll just get like three or four hash browns. Call it a day. That's the only thing that's worth anything at McDonald's. It's now, horrible. It's absolutely horrible. I agree with his take that hash browns there are the best thing they got. They are. Those McDonald's hash rounds are quite literally one of the best fast food food items in the fast food game. So, like, you know, Popeye's chicken sandwich, McDonald's hash browns, Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. If we're kind of mm. going through, like, obviously no burgers make the list. That's clear as day. Uh, How can you not go Chick-fil-A, Win- Chick-fil-A waffle fries? Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, well, because we went Popeye's, we went Popeye's chicken, Popeye's sandwich. chicken he, sandwich. He edged them out. So the nuggets, yeah, they, they have the best nuggets in the game. Arby's there. curly fries are great. Yeah. Uh, Arby's mozzarella sticks, the best mozzarella fast food. Because nobody else Sonic, has them. Sonic chicken <laughs> poppers. I'm oh, just trying to go tater through Tater tots this. are good, too. Very chicken heavy for me, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. But, uh, but McDonald's, McDonald's hash browns are up there. McDonald's breakfast in general, very good. It's no, it's not. It's not reliable. It's slow as hell. You're going to be waiting hell. in line. Dude, I went to a McDonald's. McDonald's you going to? Last time I went to a McDonald's to get breakfast, there was a line a mile long. My my dumbass waits in it. Well, this is your own problem. Well, no. So, listen. So, I get up to the ordering thing finally after about 15 minutes and I'm like, I'll take this and the lady's like, uh, all we have is chicken. I, I wanted to get a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin or something. Well, she was like, all we have is chicken. Maybe you Indiana is just some uh, backward state. How do you know that wasn't Kentucky? Because you were in Indiana. How do you know? So oh, we know. Where were you? In Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one I went to, they've got the two lines. They go pretty quick. Yeah, this one had the two lines too. No, it's just, it's horrible. I don't. I I hate it. I hate McDonald's. The pancakes are solid. Ooh, are you kidding you me? Them? No. So how but would I'm you know? not gonna. I'm not. How yeah. would you know? I'm not how going you know? to McDonald's and getting know? pancakes. They're I don't pancakes. know. That's horrible. That's terrible. Where's your favorite place to get pancakes? I, if you all recall, I'm not a big pancake guy. Well, then get the hell out of here. 
but Tom I'm not. But if I was a pancake guy, I'm definitely not going to go to McDonald's they're and fine. get them. They're not the. Their their mm. sausage is pretty good. We're gonna be honest. McDonald's sausage, pretty good. I can't Flavorful. get behind any of this. Yeah, did Juicy? have did have Hardee's it, yesterday, and it's a notch up. But you know that's Hardee's. It's a what job? It's a notch above oh. McDonald's sausage. <laughs> that. <laughs> Like you said, like something different. Like a, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. much different. Okay. But Justin, this is a we're gonna put the stamp on it. Bad food take, and you're also wrong. Sadly, if I if I'm hammered, if I've tied one on, I could eat McDonald's breakfast. That's about it. And their McGriddles and I, are good. Who? Like, no, they're, I will they're... never get behind that. Syrup does not belong on a breakfast oh, sandwich. Says so guy dumb. that puts chocolate so... syrup on chocolate chip waffles. That's because that's the little kid in me. Exactly, and syrup so, so injected syrup, into syrup bread. Syrup infused bread is no, that, that is no, 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 no. I really just can't do it. Tell you I can't. To take the day off. <laughs> I mean, I'll leave right now. I'll, I know where Douglas is. <laughs> Go oh, give me a long nap. They're delicious. Hour one done. We got to talk transfers when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call, on Big X Sports Radio, ninety-six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call is a go. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you spending time with us. Remember, we go 7 to 9, and then the show replays on Big X Sports Radio from 9 to 11. You can listen on the TuneIn radio app or the desktop version of TuneIn as well. Just search Kentucky Roll Call if you want to listen live or the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. One way to listen, data and hassle-free streaming. Save this number, 515 515- 605-5382-515-605-5382, and you can hear the show data and hassle-free just from your phone. Save it in your phone, act like you're on an important phone call, whatever it takes. we got a text line that we're going to need to get to this hour, 502-414-1450. Best way to get in touch with the show, you text it in, we read it on the air. We don't hide stuff. If you all think that we're dinguses and you want to call us dinguses, then that's what we read on air. Uh, just the way that that's the way the show operates. So we'll get to that here in so a little bit. Please call Hoosier Dingus. Hoosier Dingus. He needs it. He's earned it. He deserves it. So what have you tried for McDonald's breakfast, Cron Diddley's breakfast that you didn't like? I mean, I here's the thing, and this is going to sound really weird. So you've never had McDonald's breakfast? No, 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 no. I've I've had more McDonald's breakfast more times than I can count, and it's I eat it because it's always there. They're always open, and I kind of, kind of like it. But in the back of my mind, every time I eat it, I'm like, "This is freaking disgusting." You begrudgingly eat it. You yes. don't want to, yes. but it's your choice. So yes. that's what, you, what you get. And I mean, uh, humans are disgusting, anyways. And if we got, we got to eat to survive. So might as well eat some disgusting stuff. So I, I reluctantly eat McDonald's, but I'm not a huge fan. I can't remember the last time I had McDonald's in a non-breakfast capacity. Yeah, no, that is true. I I think uh, I I I, I don't know. Man. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I'm 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 on that page when it comes to eating at like normal times. Um, but breakfast, 
they they do breakfast well. So um, I just I, I love the disdain in, in Justin's voice when discussing this, and I'm so sure nice. you all have plenty of takes on Justin's food takes five zero two four one four. Fourteen fifty. But that's it. I mean, I got that, and I got the pancakes, which I don't think are all that weird. And you all act like I eat them every day, and I've been eating chocolate chip pancakes with chocolate syrup since I was probably like twelve. Get worked up about the, the pancake steak. No, I just that's it. That's all I got. Every other food take I have is pretty normal. Somebody make. I like Justin ranch. I like mayonnaise. Chocolate I like... chip pancakes. Do you know how to make them yourself? Oh God, no. What do you make yourself? Uh, tuna salad. I have no room to talk. I, I I'm pretty horrible. I, I mean, I could grill up chicken and burgers, and I could do simple stuff. But anything that is remotely complicated to make, I can't do. So I have no room to talk. Although I guess a little more than tuna salad. I can I can make a few more. Can things you grill? Too. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, we don't have a grill because I live in an apartment. But I uh, I got one of those no, like grill in there. I have one, I have one of those indoor ones. We we cook some <laughs> like a George Foreman. No, like one of those like you uh, ever burnt your foot on it. One of the like, Gotham steel ones. I got one of them. You ever burnt your foot on it? Oh no! What, what like how the wa- hell would somebody do that? Do you like to wake well, up to the smell of crispy bacon in the morning? Yeah. Nope, that never That's happens. Oh well, yeah. You you just have breakfast in bed. Yeah. Burn your foot on the floor. Who doesn't like waking up to the smell of fresh bacon in the morning? That's true. Yeah. But at the risk of potentially burning your foot, and then having to go into the office wearing bubble wrap. I think, I think it's worth it, Justin. You should give it a try. Did I miss a story here? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm missing something. So, Justin, we're just going to keep making <laughs> yeah. office jokes that go over oh, your okay. head. No, we're, right. no, we're yeah. just going to use yeah. office storylines and act like they actually happen. And we'll, <laughs> see, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see which ones he can catch on here, to. Yeah. Which ones well, you know, go. guys, I was going to commit and watch it, but now that stupid thing's on the damn peacock. I'm not getting it's another. On comedy, vi- it's on Comedy Central. I'm not getting another yeah. video streaming. Service. Or MTV. Well, if I'm gonna watch them, I want to watch them in order. Well, then just is that is that a necessity? Do you not have a recorded? Do you not have a DVR option? Well, I'd guess. Yeah. Okay, so Comedy Central will do them in order. When it starts to get to the end of, we're getting kind of close to one, anyways. When we start to get to the end of the rotation, I'll let you know, and then maybe right. you can we can plan ahead. I'll hop in. You can record just the first few episodes. Although you got to get to season two. Season two is where it really pops off. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this Richmond kid. Rich what? For uh, that played for Syracuse. Yes. Not to be confused I, I with think... the kid who transferred from NC State to Richmond to play for <laughs> Beverly. Correct. Who's from the mountains playing for uh, EKU He's, next year? Yeah, that was a big get by the Colonels. Crazy that he is still playing college basketball. He was. Uh, he actually played for Hamilton. Scored seventy points in prep school back in the day, or whatever that prep school was. Yeah. Okay. So reunited at last. So I like his game. Like, and I, I, one thing I, I think that we're not talking enough about as Cal constructs this roster and puts it together is like, all right, how well would these guys be able to guard? Do we really know that Grady is like a, a good defender? Everybody says that he is. The tapes that I've seen, solid. I'm probably be a dork and go back and watch that UK Davidson game, and that's even him as a freshman, so he's clearly come a long way on that. But like Davion Mintz was a solid defender, but he wasn't amazing. Like yeah. you don't have you don't you don't have a Dan- Andre Liggins, and everybody knows how much I love. You don't even have an Ashton Hagens. Ashton Hagens for the trouble that he would sometimes create offensively here and there, although desperately could have used him this past season. He was unbelievably de- he was unbelievable defensively, great on the ball. Struggled at times off the ball a little bit, kind of was ball watching at times and would get was sometimes get backdoor cut here and there, but good on the ball defender. I, I don't know if you have that. And this kid, the Richmond guy from Syracuse, 
he would have provided that for you. He's a good defender. He's long. He's lanky. I, I, I like all those things about him. But this was more, and I like him, but this was more like Travis Graff just kind of like trying to speak this into existence than it was that Kentucky was ever like super interested in this guy. Yeah, I did, I th- of all of the teams that have supposedly reached out didn't see Kentucky on that initial list. Kentucky had they as of now they have and that all you know stuff like that could change and maybe maybe Travis talking about it enough would get an assistant coach or even Cal being like all right we'll look into this kid. Oh, you know what? I think he could do some some nice things because for me here and there. Because every person that I've seen respond to this, mostly ACC people, Louisville followers, et cetera, et cetera. They all said, hey, this guy could and should be a first-round pick if used correctly. I don't know exactly what that means, but he has first-round talent that uh, evidently was not utilized at Syracuse. So, Haney's a longer guy. That that kind of piques my interest, especially because we've talked about needing a sure thing at point. Um I don't know if the not reaching out speaks more volumes to this kid's play or more in the confidence that they have in the guys they have right now to play point guard. Because in all of the players we've heard that have, they've reached out to X, Y, and Z, it's almost always been either shooters or bigs, right? Yeah. It, they're, they're, point guards have not been a priority at all. So it, it leads me to believe that they are pretty confident in the Hickman-Askew combination. Yeah, at least Hickman, to be fair. At least Hickman. There's my one to be fair for the day. But, uh, oh, wow, I'm just looking at this tweet. That's kind of got my attention while you're talking. Is the Utah Jazz just oh, dominated yeah, a bird? Oh, yeah, the plane that yeah. got – um. Goodness gracious. Is that what they did, hit a bird? Yeah. Some birds. Had to be a ton. I mean, there's blood everywhere. That really hurts the people that think birds are robots theory. That's a that's a thing. I don't think that's, it's really a thing. That's what I was wondering. People like to have fun with it, so uh, it's dumb. Probably should just be nipped in the bud immediately. But I think it says that they do like Hickman, uh, and maybe it tells us either they're bringing in somebody else, which could still be a case, or that Mintz is coming back, or maybe Mintz is coming back and they're also bringing in somebody else. It could be any of those things, but that Kentucky fans don't need to panic about the Richmond recruitment because. That was just somebody that Travis Graff thinks is really, really good and would do well at Kentucky. But Kentucky, and maybe he can turn out to be, maybe that turns out to be true and that turns out to be right. And he says Kentucky staff should have done that. But there's a lot of really, really good players. Did you see the Emin Brennan tweet yesterday? Oh, I did not. Basically said 90% of these 1,100 transfers or whatever the number is think that they're going to go play for Kentucky next year. <laughs> so, like, he, that's from him, like, kind of talking to people and, you know, I, a lot of these people that transfer, they see Kentucky coming off a bad year, needing guards and stuff like that. They probably have it in their head they'd like to play. Richmond and people around him really wanted Kentucky to reach out, thought it'd be a perfect fit for him. But that's up to Cal and evaluating. And if nothing else, I mean, if you want like a positive butt slapper spin here, oh, hit me. Do you think? Do you know? Do you think where I'm heading? I think I do. Is that like they knew about Johnny Jazang? They just couldn't keep him. Like, that makes me feel a little bit better. Like, Kentucky does a pretty good job evaluating. B.J. Boston, 
still average double digit points as a freshman. Didn't have the year that we thought that he was going to have. Still had 12, 12 points a game, I think. I still want I still wonder if him breaking his finger in August didn't help. You can always use the pandemic. Those things are going to be there. And maybe they're not valid at all. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I'm not going to question UK in their in UK staff about evaluating talent because a few freshmen didn't because BJ really just because BJ Boston didn't live up to expectations. They were right about Jazang. They believed in Baker. They just can't force kids to stay. So if they are, Roush, if we're going down this line here, and this is their way of saying how confident they are in Hickman, I'll get excited about that. They didn't want to ask you to be the only guard on the roster last year. They wanted it to be Kate Cunningham, and it wasn't. And they kind of panicked, and I wish they would have been able to bring in a transfer guard, point guard. They got Davion Mintz, and it just it ended up being kind of a poorly constructed roster. I don't think we're I don't think we're going to be at that point next year. So the Richmond thing, don't panic about the Richmond thing. Seen some people kind of freaking out a little bit about it. Grapp really really likes him. I can see why he does. There is plenty to like there, but the idea that like he didn't get an opportunity last year, I just don't think is true. He still played twenty one minutes a game. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not like scrub minutes. I thought when you were going to give the butt soccer take, too, is that Kentucky can be choosy on the transfer market because everybody wants to go there. Well, they, and, that, that's true, and, too. And when they went after somebody, they got him. They got their guy who, once again, 2,000-point scorer. Hello. Uh, yeah, he's he's talking to the media today, too. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah? 3 p.m. So, yeah, another busy busy day of news coming at you. Okay. Something certainly keep an eye on. So that's what I've got there. I'll tell you what, I don't know if there's anything to it or not, but I would, I, I bet he either goes pro, but one name to keep an eye on. And my goodness gracious, I would just go nuts if Kentucky somehow could get this dude. But the Creighton, hey, go steal another player from Creighton. Oh. Marcus Zagorowski. I think it was Zigorowski, but yeah, I think I think it's not fun if you say it that way. Yeah, it's not very. I think I'll listen to them on the radio say that. It sounds fun though. Not true. Zigorowski. Zigorowski. Six-two junior, averaged sixteen points for Creighton. He's awesome. If you watched any of their tournament run, he was the player that would stand out. There was a deleted tweet. Oh. That said, he's a career 42% three-point shooter, blah, 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 blah. He can play either guard spot. He just hit the transfer portal, and Kentucky's going to be heavily involved. He was all Big East first team this season. The only issue is I haven't seen anywhere else that he's hit the transfer portal. And it was a deleted tweet. Interesting. Very interesting. It was Big Blue Express that tweeted that out, which sometimes has had credible information. No doubt about it. But if there's any truth to that, that's just a name I'm going to keep an eye on. Marcus Zagorowski. If he hits the transfer portal, go get him. That's that's who Kentucky needs to go after. You want to go after, hey, by the way, Batcats beat Bellarmine. Four to three, pretty uninspiring, but... Wins a win, baby. Now it's now it's down to a big series of Mississippi State where my realistic expectations are just don't get swept. 
Don't get swept, and I think that's a, a pretty nice win. If they win one of those three, do you kind of turn a corner on no, Kentucky baseball? I said I'm waiting until after this, right. these next two SEC home stretches, and then they'll play Louisville midweek next week, which, by the way, Louisville lost to Cincinnati. Louisville has lost a, a lot of, of uh, midweek games. Ooh, they also lost a game last night, too. They were up by 12 at half. Yeah, well, undefeated, can't... undefeated this season when leading at half, and they blew that 12-point lead in one quarter. Waltz can't win the big one. The Cardinals lost to the Cardinals. Stanford going to the Final Four. Shout out to Wilder Treadway, former KSR women's basketball writer. He was on the old KSR college team with me back eight, nine years ago. Um, hell, it's almost 10 now. Uh, he's the SID for the women's basketball team out at Sanford. So congrats to, Good spot to, to Wilder be. and the crew. Cool place to live. Mm-hmm. He, and they're back in the Final Four. I don't know if he'd remember me, and that's fine if he didn't, but he was always very nice because um, the, the I covered some women's basketball as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was a nice guy. So Him and Haley Minogue, they were the, the Dynamic the duo. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So good for them. And, yeah, huge collapse by that's UL. Bad. Oh, And, and, and the other, they didn't even cover. In the other game, uh, yeah, they were up by 10, too, after like one quarter. They, were, they were up 10 by point 12 dogs. at halftime, I yeah, believe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in the other game, South Carolina didn't let Texas score a point in the fourth quarter. Which that's like kind of a sad way to go out of your Texas. <laughs> You're right? like, you, like, you can't score a point? Yeah. Not even get to the foul line and shoot a free throw? Ugh, not good. Not great, Bob. Not great. You know, like at the end of the third quarter, they're like, all right, we just need to work our butts off one last quarter. Let's go out there leave it all on the – they don't score. <laughs> Gosh, that is rough. Yeah, so women's final uh, four where we got a one seed, a one seed, a one seed, and a three seed. Wow. wow. Pretty, the pretty par for the course. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. Let's go to this text line, TJ. 502-414-1450. You guys were wrong, 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 wrong on where Trevor and I worked together. We worked tech support back when the local cable company so was Insight. Insight. Yeah. Probably 10 to 12 years ago. No, you guys are big Derby and Churchill guys. Would it be cool if you guys could do a live show from their Derby week? Man owns the backside kitchen right on the last turn. Perfect setup for a show and then cook out and enjoy a day. And, of course, a few drinks, drinks. Nice. Yep. I didn't realize that, yeah, I, I enjoy eating breakfast there. We Are, are, are they doing backside this they year? Let, are if we they doing let backside people backside, year? we will be there because I love doing shows backside. I was, I was just getting ready to ask you all if you had heard anything. Uh, Dugan had not last I checked uh, a couple weeks back. But, I like to do like a day or two back there. Oh, I'd like to do them all. Roush, that's a Roush fun week. Them all. It's yeah. just it's you know. We'll do Monday through Thursday. TJ just like, oh, I have to drive ten more minutes. What an inconvenience! It's not necessarily even so much a driving thing, but it's Is like it parking, really? and then it's walking, and then it's finding where you're oh, set up, God. and then it's just like small talk that you know. That's small talk. Oh, it's just like Bunch doing something fun. And I'll different. run into Andy. You think I want to talk to Andy Sweeney? Come on. Run into him. Be, we'll be Sandy in the Weenie. we'll be in the tent right next to him. Can't hear anything during the show because <laughs> he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. No, he's a good guy. You run into a lot of people. Yeah, though. no, that's what I like going. It's like a South End reunion out there. Everybody's cutting class to get the get to the backside. Central Quality got a great post in the bluegrass. Very excited. Shout out to Central Quality. Let's go. Working with Trevor at Insight. Could you imagine? <laughs> Trevor is like the most prototypical Insight employee too. <laughs> Seriously, he was going to show up late. 
take not forever. Do his job, be yeah. frustrated, not care if like a call doesn't go through or take something. Take a cigarette like that. break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rumors that Richmond from Syracuse will be entering the portal and UK will have a good shot. Looks good defensively and get to the rim. Plus he's six five. Watching some highlights, he looked a bit like Hagen's on defense, the kind of guy Cal would love. But they don't but apparently they don't. Like apparently they don't love If they them. did they probably we would might get have him. heard something. Seems yeah. like Richmond wants to play there, and I do think that should carry like a little bit of weight. But the thing is, who's to say that you know Grady probably wanted to play? I, I don't think he did not not want to play at Kentucky, right? So like the narrative, like oh, he really wants to be at UK. Well, isn't everybody that's committing really wants to be at UK to yeah, some degree? That's true. Now, yeah. I know that there can be a little extra to that. Like no, no, he's like he's dreamt of playing for UK. It'll mean a lot to him. I'm jumping ahead then, here. Then walk on. But a. Uh, this is a couple texts ahead. One person says, if we add another guard, I think Mintz is gone. And here's here, here's the game we play. Would you rather have a Grady or a Mintz? And honestly, rather have a Mintz. The the devil that you know versus the one you don't. I mean, I Grady, or not Grady, excuse me. Uh, Richmond could be great down the stretch, but I, I know what I'm getting from Mintz. You and I kind of like it. You said Mintz versus Grady. Yeah, sorry. Mintz mean, versus Richmond. Gotcha. Excuse me. Yeah. Say, I don't want to have to pick between Grady and Mintz. No, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> no, yeah. They're good. But if, if you add Richmond, you're probably pushing out Mintz. They don't want to do that. I don't want them to do that. Maybe. I still think you could add, you could get Mintz back and still add one more guard and things. Like, I still, that ideally, I think, is how it would be. And then if you hurt Devin Askew's feelings, Devin needs to get better, and he's going to need to get better on the bench. Like, Devin, you should be thinking junior year. Cont- you should be. And I hate saying that because I, I think he will get better. But you can't ha- you can't be relying on Devin Askew next year at all because uh, that's what you did this year, and it was it was really bad. So I think you can still get Mintz back and add another guard, but what do I know, Roush? Not much. Nope. We don't need any more bigs, in my opinion. Need another guard, though. Ideally, a bigger one. Want to see a lot of three-guard lineups next year. No Toppin at the three. Maybe some Hopkins at the three if his skills translate well to college. I forget about Hopkins all the time. Hopkins loves playing outside. So, like, he is kind of your small forward that UK fans may hate in the sense of, like, wait, he's not – well, what is it's it? It's not like Villanova's guards shooting on the wing. It's not Gonzaga's guards shooting on the wing. No, no, I'm not used to this. I've always thought Trey Lyles is a decent comparison for Hopkins. Lyles played some three, played some four. I liked him better at the four. Most people liked him better at the four. I think we'll be saying similar things to Hopkins. So I don't really want Hopkins at the three either, if we're going to be honest. But I'm going to trust the coaches that see these guys in practice every day over us. Because Hopkins, I haven't seen a full game, maybe ever. I'd have to think. Texter says, Grady is older than De'Aaron Fox. That's nuts. That is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you said he's an adult who just wants to play another year of basketball. That's great. And Tyler Thompson, she spoke to the associate head coach at Davidson yesterday, and he shared a story about how they printed off the draft papers and had him ready to sign. He comes into the coach's office and says, nope, I want to play another year of college basketball. I'm going to enter the portal. Kind of cool. Very cool. Right. Yeah, and I'm happy that he decided he wanted to do to Kentucky too. And I like hearing that transfers want to come to Kentucky and because that's the new way. So I'm all I'm all for this. Texter says, I'll go brownies or little Debbies for breakfast without blinking an eye. Come See, on. And that, like, I'm not saying that I don't uh, 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 disagree, but it's just so much sugar to start your day. Just I just I, I can't do that to myself. That's what, like, 
I don't, I, you know, I'll eat a banana and an apple usually for breakfast. And lately, sugar. I've been skipping breakfast to try to shed some LBs. It's some not da- working very well. Some days, I think it's actually I like Nick. I, that does not help weight loss at all. I don't, think it, does. I don't think it does either. You have got to start your day eating to get your metabolism up and running. No, you're supposed to fast 16 hours and cleanse your body or something. I don't know. It's I'm listening to my mother, guys. Okay. <laughs> You are supposed to like eat something in the morning. My dad will sometimes bring in Chick Fil A, but I'll get the grilled chicken egg white sandwich. So it's hell. It's good for Dude, you. Actually, suck that sandwich. It took away spicy chicken biscuits, which were the best thing. They Couldn't had. they just have done both? I don't know why they can't. You so literally so had them somewhere else. Don't go blaming the grilled no, chicken. It took it off the menu. Don't go suck blaming it. Grilled it. chicken. It's a nice little. Those chicken sandwich. minis definitely is not good. For are you pretty still, nice but... too because they're real buttery and stuff. Oh, the, if I if I go sugary, I, I I'm carbs. Love breath biscuits. Love just any sort of very carby bagels. Kind of my life. He said, "If I'm going sugary, I love carbs. Give me a biscuit. <laughs> what kind of sugary biscuits are you eating? No, no, like carbs are sugar. Like that's what they turn into when your body processes. All right, so fair like enough. Carbs equals sugar. Don't let me. him talk down to you about. He has no idea what he's talking about. He's just making. Some I don't either. Stuff. So yeah, I got. I kind of got to be submissive. <laughs> Uh, it sounds right. I just don't know enough about stars to defute it. Do you watch Always Sunny? Uh, I've seen so- Always Sunny. Yeah. God. No, I mean I've seen I've well, seen no, I, I've seen probably TJ. It, I've seen probably twenty twenty five episodes of Always. Oh Sunny. no. Okay. I so it's saying, a way different ball game. I than thought the he office. was going to say like me, where I've seen at least half the seasons, but I don't. Maybe probably even more, but I can't like recite it. Quite. Do you watch well. Parks and Rec? Oh, yeah. I've seen every episode of that. Today's the day okay. of 99 meetings. Okay. March 31st. 30 days has September, April, March, and November. <laughs> yeah, that April, was a good show. It says April Ludgate. Of course, there's 31 days in March. You remember the strategy I told you? The yeah, knuckles? knuckles yeah. yeah. Put yeah. your knuckles together. <laughs> okay. Texture uh, says, you're supposed to recycle cardboard, not burn it, Roush, you big dingus. Uh, it actually turns out most of the stuff that I was burning was uh, scrap kind of wood because my wife she makes uh like oh, jockey so silk door hangers real toxic paints on it no it was mostly <laughs> just wood uh, you can kiss that ozone layer goodbye above the south end <laughs> <laughs> i will say though very windy day to be burning debris. oh that's the worst yeah. yeah and then if you were burning any cardboard that just like as soon as there's any wind that just takes off well it's that's like, oh, i had crap. a shovel to like hold some of it down yeah. while it was burning just because i didn't want to didn't want to start a fire uh do you like the cinnamon roll from McCrondons? If, if you think I've had the cinnamon roll, <laughs> you got another thing coming. Do you like cinnamon I've rolls? I've never had the I cinnamon I love cinnamon roll rolls, but I'm get not going to get one from get it. That First off, back in the heyday. When they had the little bites, what were the things? They were just the well, center. No, that Those was, things were awesome, too. So it actually started as just a good old classic cinnamon roll. And that thing was the bomb.com. There was not a better cinnamon roll you could find in America than the one that they were serving up at the Golden Arches. Then they went to the little things. I forget they were, what they called them. They were like cinnamon pull-aparts. Yeah. Those were solid. It wasn't the same, though. It was good. It was just... And then they just got rid of it, which was dumb. But they brought it back. It's not as good as the Glory Day ones, but I still think it's better than the pull-aparts. And it's good. Pretty good. Panera has the best cinnamon roll in the game, sadly. Yeah. Uh, you'll yeah. ever want to. Their bakery. Their bakery is the real, the real Ooh, deal. Holyfield. My other exception, too, was sugary breakfast. I get donuts probably once a week, and so there. There we go. That's, nah, that's it. Yeah. Sugar and spice? No. Kings? Uh, Kings, yeah. 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 Everything nice. They have the same boxes. Good morning, everyone. Nick, air is good, but he will ruin the air by burning stuff in the backyard, putting C-O and N-O-2 
plays much more. Also, TJ, you are so wrong on SEC schedule pod system. It is about money, not fairness. Have a great show, UK Pez. I would also like to add uh, what it said. The Tennessee-Alabama game is one of three to five games they will never get rid of on an annual basis. The Kentucky, so, don't go changing the, the argument. The point is Kentucky and Tennessee will be potted together if they do pots. That was the whole point. You said they wouldn't. I said they will. Yep. I said it'd be more likely than Alabama, but I said that I, you know, all I'm saying that is was your one you would take out. So I guess what rivalry game you would no, take away? No, I'm not away even saying I take away. I'm not saying I. Well, if I said that, then I didn't mean that because I because my my argument was Tennessee would play Florida, Georgia, Alabama. They would probably take or no, they'll probably no. They would end up playing probably Florida, Vandy, Alabama. Right? That would be their easy game. That's because they would either give them Vandy or Kentucky, and they're probably going to give them Vandy as their easy pod game. Could be Kentucky, Alabama, and Vandy. First off, not I your dad's Kentucky. It. I doubt it. Secondly, Vandy's the easy one. So don't go don't go putting us in with Vandy. What the hell is that? Vandy, what the what, hell what was that? About? Kentucky or Vandy's Vandy beaten be Tennessee more one. in the last ten years than we have. They're five and five against them. We're two and eight. Don't care. How the hell is Vanderbilt five and five? Dude, they you heard it here That's, first, folks. Nick Roush saying Vanderbilt better football program than Kentucky. I swear, sometimes with you, buddy. Dude, sometimes with you, just sometimes put words with, in my mouth. You did <laughs> you say that either Kentucky or Vandy so would be the easy game. You did. You lumped us in with Vandy. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> not all right with it. You not, are just taking me watch, off right you, now, you, buddy. You watch it. <laughs> but uh, I did uh, – Mark Story, he had a, a pretty flame column yesterday where he opened by saying, you know, now we're going to talk about the football – Kentucky, it's a football school, so we've got like it was just a big one-two punch. Most people talk about basketball in March, but in this football school, you've got to talk about football and uh, just like kind of rank the importance of winning games. And huh. he's right, and we've been saying it since the schedule came out. That Missouri game is the most important game of the year. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. beat Missouri. Yep, yeah. beat Missouri. I'm just gonna tweet it out randomly so people don't forget that that game. You win that one, and we're gonna have so much fun. You lose that one, then it's probably gonna kind of be similar to the last two seasons where it's like you can still do some fun stuff, but the dream and big thing, we haven't really had that since 2018. Not far, not long ago. I'm not complaining about that. But you beat Missouri, and we're getting back to silly season. I mean, who doesn't like silly season? I sure as hell do. Roush, you're taking Mac Jones over Fields if you're an NFL GM? I'm sure as hell not. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying uh, I, I don't know where the pecking order is now, but Justin Fields is far down it because he just sucked in most big games except Clemson. Didn't he have like an awesome little Ohio State pro day where people Ooh. were slobbering? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, of course, he, of, pro days. of course he has post-grace number. He's an incredible athlete. But, dude, he didn't play well against Indiana, and then he didn't play well in the national championship game. They played three good teams all year, and two of them he was not very good. I just that That's the part where, um, like – if if I were to have to choose between the two, I'm basically in an argument with myself over do I go with the big game guy or the guy who wasn't good in big games or the guy who had a ton of talent around him and only started one year. It's kind of hard to evaluate how good he actually is. Top five picks in the draft, by the way, going to be quarterback. It's so dumb. Love it. The Bengals are going to have the number six pick and get whoever they want. That's awesome. I thought the Dolphins got the six pick. Uh, they like traded around because yeah, they're going to end up getting Kyle Pitts uh, maybe or the uh, Devontae yeah. Smith. Maybe the Bengals are. Out you could get one of those two guys. You're that's awesome. I've always said I'd take Pitts over Smith, but geez. just because 
hard to watch those yeah. playoff games and be like, well, especially really when you that? see what the Chiefs do with their really like super duper fast guys. It's I was going to say, you see what the Chiefs do with their super duper awesome tight ends. Like t- having a yeah. dominant tight end is almost a cheat code in football. Travis yeah. Kelsey, best tight end in NFL history when it's all said and done. Statistically, definitely will be. Stati- but like, you think Gronk- I was going to. Tony Gonzalez was a monster yeah, for He's sure. Prime. That dude just but he'll 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 break Gonzalez's records. The thing with like I would want I would love to have put Gronk up there, but just injuries, you know, kind of kind of held him back. Um, Texter says I think we need to mention Sky Clark as a potential guard option for next year. No, he's been insisting he's staying in 2022, but that's what kids always say until they reclass. And I, I could totally re- I could see a situation too where it's like August and he's like, "Yep, I'm coming in." I don't think that's what happens, but I'm just saying, like, Texter, you could be onto something. Yeah. And just because we don't hear anything – here goes the light again. Just because you don't hear anything so, the, for the next, like, few months doesn't mean it's not he, possible. Here was something that a friend asked of mine. Because you, you, you've been doing this much longer. You probably have a better grip on it. Um, because my buddy was like, why do we even want people to reclassify? Have they ever turned out to be good? And I know that there's, like, like Kaminga reclass to go to G League, but, like – who are some successful reclassifications? Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, he see that's the thing. I don't remember. There, so there's so there, Carl there's was one more of them. than you would think. Um, Jamal Murray was a reclassification. That was okay. That was a big one. Uh, just talking from Kentucky guys, I think there's even more of them. I think Nerlens technically may have been a reclassification. I mean, technically, um, but some of the like similar to Devin Askew, it's they're reclassifying by kind of getting back to their original grade is in some of these situations. Gotcha, yeah. But Devin Askew is clearly like the biggest failure of reclassification in a season because he just wasn't ready. Now, that being said, I still always think if 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 I had a kid and they had the option to reclassify and I thought that, like, you know, making money off their profession was going to be their career, like playing playing a sport, making money off their sport, I should say, was going to be their career – it is better to be in a college program than a high school program. The Fact. issue with ASCII was instead of just kind of getting to learn, play a little bit, practice, grow, get in the weight room, they were like, hey, we don't have another point guard, so you, uh, you're you the guy. I don't think it stunted his growth. I think ultimately Devin ASCII will be a better player for all the stuff he went through this past season. But that that is clearly the one that you can point to and be like, this is a reclassification that the kid just wasn't ready for the state. Like he just wasn't ready for it. No. Nope. But they've had a lot of successful ones. Maybe some texters will let me know if you have. I've forgotten. Uh, I don't think. I always think Brandon. I always have to like process my brain. Brandon I and Michael Kid Gilchrist. But the only reason I think that is because they committed the same day. So I think like did somebody jump up <laughs> right, early or right, not? Right. Brandon Knight was just super Gilchrist late, just... and Kid Gilchrist was super early. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's the situation there. What's another text? Another text says uh, he's not going to be a 2,000-point scorer at Kentucky because he didn't score 2,000 of them. At Kentucky, you only get credit for where you scored them. He's a 2,000-point career college scorer, but it makes no sense to put him on Kentucky's list because he did not do it here. It's not hard unless you dig your heels in, TJ. That's We said a 2,000-point college score. You literally are making my point for me. Yeah, yeah, that but we're talking about in a- the U.K. record books, so. though. But, like that, he, but that's, like he doesn't like point score to Kentucky. That's the list. So point score to Kentucky, correct? Yeah. I'm talking about Kentucky's list of 2,000 point college scores. No, no, no. they don't have that list though. That's not like a thing. It's that probably they never. Make, it's so. probably never something that they've ever even had <laughs> yeah, to like worry about or encounter here. So, but like you, you I wasn't like saying he will be on list score. of Kentucky's 2,000 point 
score 2,000 points at Kentucky. Obviously, I didn't think that. I just don't know how you handle them. It's really not a big deal for anybody. Right. Let's all just calm down. Calm down. Texter says, I don't get how Gonzaga is this good. Suggs is an NBA talent, but he's not like John Wall or Zion. The rest of the team is really good, but none are NBA talents. They're just running through teams. I just think college basketball as a whole is so down this year talent-wise, and Gonzaga is able to take advantage of it. So going back to old Round Daddy's take, Gonzaga, I think, is benefiting from teams just not having like better superstars than they have because that's sometimes how you can like trip up these really balanced, good college basketball teams is just have one like, dude go nuts. One, yeah, one guy just go absolutely bonkers. They've been beneficial to not really have to come across that, but they're just good. They don't have weaknesses. If you have a college team that doesn't have weaknesses and anybody literally can well, knock down a shot at, up from anywhere on the court, you're really tough to guard. You know, the Villanova 2018 team was really, really good because just they're tough, tough to guard. They don't make mistakes. The chemistry is where it needs to be. Roush, they're an awesome team. I, it, the, you're, the text well, was right that like they don't have these studs, but also Suggs well, will be it's like also a top four pick. Suggs. Like you have one and done superstar talent with experienced talent who like Timmy was playing behind true um, the guy the Serbian guy Petruski last year yeah. or, or whatever he, he was he was a first team All American and Timmy like spelled him and played alongside him got to learn from like next to an All American it like, really is kind of like a makeup of the 2015 team where it's like the guys had done it before for the most part but the ones that hadn't were going to be super high draft picks. Uh, at least in Suggs' case, Carl Anthony Towns' mm-hmm. case. So they're good. They're fun to watch. For as good as the 2015 was, we are at least tested throughout the season and in the Elite Eight. Gonzaga hasn't had a close game all year. Uh, yeah. Well, no. There was a couple early on. They were losing at half in the conference title game, too. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like that Iowa game they had was pretty close. And well, what were some of the other ones? That's why, like, today the Sweet 16 starts at Rupp Arena, and I was going through Ballard's. They played West Virginia close early in the season. Uh, first game of the year, that Kansas game, they looked better than Kansas, but, you know, it was a 12-point game. But, yeah, they, they've mostly – they haven't had to sweat it out often, though. There's no doubt about that. But Ballard, they're the favorite to, to win the Sweet 16. They haven't lost in regulation. They only lost in double overtime to Trinity and DeSales in the LIT final in overtime. And they've only played three games where the margin of victory was single digits all year. Wow. And it's only 21 games or so, but still. Yeah. like They're they're really good, um, and I'm just going to say that whenever they – if they don't win, it's all because the refs. <laughs> and that's – there's a Louisville bias at Rupp Arena, and everybody in that – Venue is going to be cheering against Ballard, so you gotta you gotta really step up your game to to win that if you're a team from Louisville. Only three Louisville teams the last twenty years, you said? Yeah, since two thousand, and one of them was the last Sweet Sixteen we played with Trinity, and they had David. I think they had David Johnson they on that did. team. Yeah, yeah, and they For, were just head and shoulders better than everybody. And I think the Gonzaga team could beat the twenty fifteen UK team. I think the twenty fifteen UK team could also beat this Gonzaga team. Twenty fifteen UK not as good offensively. I'm still taking twenty twelve over this Gonzaga team. Anthony Davis. Yeah, What's and, Timmy doing against Anthony yeah. Davis? No offense. Come um, on. You know what would be fun is this first that Villanova team that was awesome because they were real guard oh, yeah. oriented and this no, is this a real is big the, oriented this team. This is one of the best teams all time. It is. This versus 15 would be UK would be fun though because they were both just enormous, you know? Yeah, I'd probably say Gonzaga may win in like six if they did a series. 2012 UK, I'm taking Kentucky in five. Gonzaga would get one. 
I'm 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 okay with that. I'm also biased. No. Yeah. There's Gonzaga, and then there's everybody else. And some one texture says, "Ooh, Rocket City Rob says, hey gents, y'all's betting picks this year are like those emails you used to get from the dethroned African prince who'd give you their fortune if you wired them a measly five hundred bucks and you fell for it." Eh, just kidding. Hopefully, we don't have to start a GoFundMe for the big guy. What sport are we making a betting comeback in? World Games coming up, and actually in Alabama, could see myself betting on tug of war or life saving. Yes, that's an event. Anyways, keep up the good work and keep on keeping on the bets. I would not want to lose a life saving contest. I'm guessing that's like lifeguarding, where you've got to like run out as quick as you can, bring it in. Bring in like 50 pounds or something. Sounds interesting, Rocket City Rob. And overall, college basketball, I was doing pretty well until the NCAA tournament. Now I would just say I was even all year. Mm. I don't know. That's the nice thing about the Action app is we'll keep track of that stuff for you, but at what cost? Oh, uh, having to make your bet and then submit it? Mm -hmm. Screw that. Uh, Why doesn't Kelly ever recruit a player like Jazang? I feel like that's the type of player (laughs) we were missing this year. (laughs) It's a good text. Really love the retweet that we uh, threw out there, too, where Dickie V was like, how did Johnny (laughs) Jazang not play? And then it's a picture of Tyrese Maxey and Emmanuel Quickly. The The other picture they should have added on there was... Ashton Hagen's defensive player of the year, just like that, like trophy or something like that, or like mm-hmm. his name right next to it. Because seriously, if Johnny Jazang was doing the stuff that he was doing at UCLA, he would have played. He did, still got to play. Mm-hmm. And guess what he wasn't doing? That stuff. Yep. So I think what we really need to come to grips with here is that Mick Cronin's an offensive genius. <laughs> Johnny Jazang actually isn't even good. It's all Mick Cronin. <laughs> oh, nope. And uh, the power of Hap. That's too. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that somebody told uh, Mick Cronin in a press conference, you know, your dad's kind of turned into the sister gene of the tournament. Like, how weird is it to have your father compared to an elderly nun? <laughs> what about the Peyton Siva's dad? Oh, gosh. Yeah. People forget about him. Oh, yeah. Worst possible scenario for Kentucky fans, we have to watch Gonzaga play UCLA for a chance to advance to the title game. We risk UCLA winning another title and increasing their lead or having Gonzaga go undefeated with a team near not nearly as good as the 2015 team running hard for the state of Texas this coming week. I do. I we hate, all I are. Hate, I hate saying it, but I do think that this Gonzaga team is in the same breath are, as the 2015 UK uh, team. Remember the Alamo. That's just I, – I, I think the Kentucky – maybe I shouldn't say six. I think it would come down to seven and maybe – I don't know. But that Gonzaga – this Gonzaga team is as good as 2015 UK. How would you respond? How would your wives respond to you saying, "Babe, this meal you made is the absolute freaking cannon"? <laughs> would they look at you as in, "What the heck did you just say?" Or would they take that as a compliment? Probably would make fun of me for using words like that. First <laughs> yeah, and foremost, I think what would be the immediate response? Yeah, yeah. But my wife's a great cook, so I often tell her things similar to that, but just not such. Uh, Not the same vernacular, if you will. Let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. A lot of text. Maybe we're not going to get to them all today. Who knows? Who knows? This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be back. Roll Call. People will come, Ray. Come to-, to Kentucky Roll Call. For reasons they can't even fathom. Got some big news, Roush. 
Yep. Do you have to request time off for President's Day at your at the, the newly run KentuckySportsRadio.com? Uh, yeah. Well, it's President's Day. We we do shows on. It's the day after the Super Bowl now. Not next year though, right? The no, year think, after 2023. I, I think it is next year. I heard that it's uh, it, it won't fall on that until the following year. Now, I thought with the extra week, it pushed it back. Not always, but for the most part, from now on, with the extra week, more times than not, you're going to have President's Day the day after Super Bowl, That's aka awesome. sleep in after school. Yeah, your, your kids no school. Congrats. That'd be great. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask me if I had to take off for Genesis Diamonds extravaganza next weekend. We're the one where they break all the rules. I was sold a bag of lies. You're 100% right. So 2023. Yes. But I will take time off to make sure I'm going to Genesis Dime and Selby Rural Plaza for their once-in-a-generation sale where they're breaking all the rules. I just love when they break all the rules because I'm a, I'm a real breaking rebel. It's uh, not this weekend, but it's next weekend. Yes, yeah, next weekend. And everything is going to be on sale. Up to 35%. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, you know the whole ordeal. It's their biggest sale they do all year. And yeah, we always talk about the stuff that they do in around Christmas and all that, but this is everything, not engagement rings. This is earrings, the whole, the whole shaboom. Top designers are flying in with all of their collections, new fashion, new jewelry, new things that you need to buy for your significant other. At Genesis Diamonds, right off Shelbyville Road, right off the Waterson. Check them out. Not this weekend, but next. It's a three-day event. That's how you know it's a big deal. Let's get back to the text line. Other than the LSU and UCLA game, I feel like the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight matchups have been straight cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> the ball last night between USC and Gonzaga was like a pickup game at the YMCA. It was really bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Right from the start. USC completely... Uh, you know, looked like uh, looked horrible. Matt Jones making sure to remind everyone that Johnny Jazang is the one that got away from Big Blue Nation. Just remember, if can anybody ever wants to transfer away from Kentucky again, we need to literally tie them to the university and not let them go. UCLA versus Gonzaga is easily going to be the most underwhelming matchup in the Final Four history, and that's not hyperbole. Spread is most likely going to be Zags minus 11. Oh, buddy. 14. 14. What a complete joke. And it I will be it fun too. just to be like, all right, Johnny Jazang is going to get to shoot 30 shots, especially coming off the game he just had. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're they're going to get crushed because Gonzaga is that good. UCLA making the Final Four feels a lot like UConn with it being a fluke. They shouldn't have even beaten Michigan State in the play-in game. <laughs> However, so crazy. they deserve a lot of credit. Credit to Mick Cronin, who's five foot three. Hey, don't leave us five three guys alone. <laughs> it really is wild though that they should not have even like they should have been out on the first night. It's a crazy comeback that they even made it into the real big dance. No doubt that could have been Louisville spot, right? Could have been. There's got to be some UofL person somewhere that's like, it would have been us. <laughs> oh, a texter sends in a tweet that they agree with. It says, the main issue for Jazang wasn't COVID, homesickness, or even quickly Maxie Hagan's last season, but rather Boston Cork asked you this season. Cal didn't play Jazang enough last year, but the bigger mistake was not making him feel a big part of the future and then recruiting over him. So my only issue with this tweet, this person's thoughts, is them saying what the main issue was or wasn't. You have no idea. You have no idea. 
It was a worldwide <laughs> pandemic, and when Johnny Jazang decided to transfer, we had no idea, one, if there'd be ba- when basketball would be back, if there'd be a season, how things would look, how he, what his family dynamics are with the pandemic. So don't say that you know what the main issues were. All that being said, that is something that doesn't get discussed enough when all the cow bashing goes on, is when you want to go get the best of the best, you are making the people you have on roster unhappy. So there is truth to this. I just didn't like the first part. Even Stoops talked about it like, you know, we're not going to stop recruiting good players just because... That's another thing. If they didn't get Boston and Clark, people would freak out just like they didn't get Hunter Salas. And and the thing is, is... uh, I mean, if this time last year, when Johnny Dezangan was a transfer portal, were any of us like, oh, no, don't go? I mean, no, maybe, I think we maybe, had, I'll maybe tell you exactly a, what our sentiment was. was like, I wish he would have stayed, but But, you know, you we've got B.J. Boston and Terrence Clark, top 10 guys coming in that play his position. You can't blame the kid for going. Like, so you're basically, hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight as it is twenty twenty. Also, if Johnny Dezang, if they get bounced by Michigan State in that game that they're losing at halftime with, we heard it during the season here and there, but it wasn't really all that loud. Right, right. But, so, hey, lose in that first round, nothing. none of he, this has been talked He about. would have helped Kentucky this year. Would have been nice to have him. Would have made Kentucky a better team. Still can't play point guard, so still would have had some issues. But, yes, it would have been nice to have Johnny Jazang. Um, but COVID, absolutely. Quickly, Hagen's Maxi, absolutely. And the fact they're bringing in people, I'm sure all those things played a role in his mm-hmm. decision to leave. But guess what? He says really nice things about Calipari. It's got to drive the Cal haters really mad. Oh, yeah. Texture says, Nick, can you please tell your ex-boss how to say Shubway's name? Several texts to the text line haven't seemed to work. Uh, sorry, buddy. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> Shoeboy. I love the way you spelled it. That's the way you say it, yeah. <laughs> it's tougher to spell than it is to say. I'll tell you that much. What's funny, too, West Virginia had two pronunciations for his name on their website. They had Shoeboy and Sheboy. That's pick your own adventure. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. If he's having a good game, he's Shoeboy. Bad game. Or wouldn't Shoeboy sound more like a boo? So it should be Sheeboy? Yeah, but then you're more like a sheep. Sheeple. Uh, Texter says, Gonzaga is very good and probably going to win the title, but they have got an extremely easy tournament run, 16-8-5-6-11. Not as near as easy as Houston's, where it was 15-10-11-12. Whatever yeah. it was. 15-10-11-12. <laughs> It was Houston's. Texter says, getting so tired of our fans saying, boy, look at Jazang. Cow really missed on him. His favorite food is sushi. He wears flip-flops. His mom still tucks him in at night. It's a miracle he he came to Kentucky in the first place. That dude just wanted to go back to California, and I don't blame him. But that's not – but you can't blame people and be feel like your, your sadness is validated if you do that. It's true. Two weeks ago, Cal has to be Nate Oates and shoot threes only. This morning, a team just advanced to the Final Four by scoring 28 points. <laughs> Wait, what? 28 points? I mean... I, I think Jazang had 28 points. Yeah. But a team did just advance to the Final Four by scoring 51, 51 points. 51, yeah, yeah. And uh, shooting what? Like uh, Michigan only shot 11 threes. I don't think UCLA shot significantly more than that. Jazang Lotto now would love for him to not come back and send UCLA back to nothingness. Uh, he's helped his stock bigly. You think he'd want to go? Yeah, I, I don't know though. I'm, I'm I don't curious know where he's where projected. They, yeah, he's what a good they score. Because that, that's the thing too with the NCAA tournament is we all, all obviously oh. get caught up in it. But like Shabazz Napier, like that dude. I didn't want to do this, but like doesn't translate to always translate to NBA success. Jack's tweet of like, there's no reason that Dante Allen can't be Johnny Jazang. Can we just, like, stop with Dante Allen? Can we just, like, all together? 
if Dante Allen can move off the ball as well as Johnny Jazang can, then yes, he can be. Johnny Jazang is as good as a shooter, or Dante Allen is as good as a shooter as Johnny Jazang. You see the way Johnny Jazang works off the ball? You see the way he creates with the ball in his hand, Dude, he's too? he's great running That's what screens. Dante Allen needs uh, to do. So Jack, and, and a lot of other people that feel this way, if if Dante Allen can improve like Johnny Jazang did, then yeah, he could be. Yes, he absolutely could be. But let's like let's leave Dante out alone just for a little bit. So if you're undefeated, you shouldn't play the second best one seed on your side of the bracket. You shouldn't have to play the most efficient offensive team in 20 years on a vendetta against you because you hit a buzzer beater against them the year before. But hey, I'm happy Gonzaga is playing 11 seed UCLA. Hashtag fart noise. Hashtag suck it. Terry and suck hashtag Terry. suck it Saints. Suck it Saints. Oh, he's talking about in 15 when Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, also like. You're gonna play a good team in the final four, unless weird things happen. Unless Guess what? UCLA. Weird things happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to mention the foot stabber person at Willie T. Oh god, top ten moment. That's Man. from Ben. The foot stabber. Yeah, great, great call, Ben. Justin, we had a serial foot stabber at the University of Kentucky. So seriously, this library is so huge. There was somebody going around, and like people that were wearing sandals. And I think it was one person who just wasn't was just wearing shoes, and they'd go around with like a pin or scissors and just like poke you, and then they'd run away. Like poke. Poker a stab. I mean, I mean, it breaks skin. People yeah, were bleeding, wow. but not like actually like it wasn't like a knife. You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like it I, would cut th- you. Though I think one time it was like they unlike did a paper clip and just like ah. He's a foot stabber. We live in a weird society. And they never caught the person. Nope. Ever. He, he got away. And there was probably I don't know like eight to ten incidents. Just, now he's bragging about it to his group of friends. I like to think there was a copycat foot stabber. Oh. That initially it was just like one person that did it twice, and then it kind of kept going and going. Mm-hmm. Could be the case. Texture says McDonald's breakfast is the best thing they have, but to say you feel good afterwards is a little bit sus. You said you feel good after eating? Oh, no, you feel horrible. No, no, but like I'm very happy. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But when do you feel unhappy eating bad food? Right, right. Unless you're all in your feels. Sorry to be a jerk, but the correct vernacular for McDonald's is hotcakes, Mm -hmm. not pancakes. Apologies. It does drive (laughs) me nuts that they call it hotcakes. Would be funny if they corrected you when you ordered it, too. Uh, Sir, Uh, do you mean hotcakes? We don't have pancakes. The man describes eating McDonald's is the same way so feel about eating my... Okay. You guys should try Wendy's breakfast. It was way better than McDonald's. See, and I, I was tempted yesterday. Still Wendy's have not tried good. it yet. Since the, you, they should re, their, you should it. get their breakfast chicken yeah. sandwich. Wendy's is awesome for breakfast. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. They, I, I liked it even when they had the old, uh, the different buns, the like artisan bread or whatever. So I got I to gotta try the new one, too. Oh, did you all see that Papa John was set up? Pretty crazy that he was innocent and in what media can do if they want to. Not you guys, though. Wait, There's, that's uh, real. Wait, seriously? Bombshell recording exonerates. exonerates Papa John's founder of racism claims, alleges set up by ad firm hired by former company CEO Steve Ritchie. The weird thing is, like that article... I, I will have to read that after the air. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I want to know more Is about Papa this. Papa back in the house. He's been talking about this setup for so long. Now, he did admit that it took him, what, eight months to get the N-word out of his vocabulary? How many? Well, and he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's not the only miscue he's had recently. How hard can it be to make chocolate chip pancakes, whip up some pancake batter, and pour some chocolate chips? Not exactly gourmet cooking. I mean, they literally just make a, a bag of dough that your powder that you just mix with water and an egg. Well, what I'd add to that texture is suck it. Robert, your wife has been kidnapped and is being held in a location 30 minutes away. You're driving to rescue her. It's a warm summer night, and your windows are down. Do you listen to music on the drive there, yes or no? Great question, oh, Robert. Oh, hell yeah, because you got to get fired up. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. 
Although I'm probably on the like with the police and figuring out how to play it best. Cutting class to go to the backside. That was Justin's move in high school. Is that true? That is not true. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, you had perfect no, attendance, no, you right? Gotta, you got to say to the backside. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh no, I get it with like the track girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, across country. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was my move. Yeah. <laughs> program is slowly move. Program is slowly improving. We're gonna go from having our best player be from Creighton to our second best player being from Davidson. <laughs> Well, that's a different game, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you don't know that. Damian Collins could easily be Kentucky's best player. John here. So, suck it. Good transfer morning to all. Man, this portal stuff is going to be crazy. It's here. I'm telling you guys, I think a lot of what we have left says there's going to be a lot of help coming. It's platoon time, baby. John, okay. Who is better than the 14-15 cats? This or the version of the Zags? Uh, yeah, we're taking 15 cats. We're not biased at all. Uh, are you kidding me? This 2015 team would work. This Gonzaga team. The Gonzaga team is really, really good, but that 15 team was one of the best defensive teams ever. I have Baylor beating Gonzaga in the championship game. Baylor's guards are going to give them fits. And to the texture about Gonzaga not being challenged versus the 15 team getting challenged, there's a huge difference between the SEC and the West Coast Conference, which is true. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, nor needed. Breakfast is propaganda from the dairy and cereal cereal industry. We have been lied to about food for years. Food pyramids a lie. Wow. Woke Wednesday here on KRC. Yeah, with the Gonzaga 2015 UK team, this Gonzaga team's not done yet. So let me let me watch these next two games, and then I can say. But I, I, I think you'd be a little bit of a homer if you didn't think this year's Gonzaga team could beat the 15 UK team. Now, could the 15 team beat them? Absolutely. But let's see how they do against Baylor in the national championship game, because Baylor is good defensively. And you are right. Like If I talk about Timmy wouldn't be able to do anything against Anthony Davis – he really wouldn't be able to do much against Carl Anthony Towns, but more importantly, Willie Cauley Stein, right? He would be able to score around Carl Anthony Towns, not over top of him. I, his little moves ain't working against Willie. That's just, he, it'd be Penn City, mm-hmm. you know, up against that, up against the glass. So let's see how they do. Fun show, folks. Thanks for the text. Into the show. We appreciate you. Everybody have a good Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. I think Roush will be in Ohio, so we may be doing the show remotely. Uh, everybody's going up to Ohio with Roush's family, Justin, myself included. Mm-hmm. Going to have a great Easter with the Roush family. But we'll be back on air tomorrow, 7 a.m. We'll see you then. This is Kentucky Roll. Roll Call. TJ Call. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Hoosier Dingus, Hot Cake Kayla. <laughs>